I am excited for the Wake Up Warrior podcast that we're going to bring you in 2023. Some old, some new, but a new direction doesn't mean we're going to lose our core values. But before we can move forward, we need to go back to the future and kind of remind people about the parents, teachers, and leaders that we're talking to and the undefeated system that the True Warrior community is using. Please listen to this interview I do with Donnie Hathaway on his podcast, Palm Harbor Local. Do me a favor, Donnie, take it away. And everyone listening, make sure you listen close because there is going to be a test. (laughs) On today's episode, I got to sit down with Joe McMiller, who is a fitness trainer, and the name of his company is One True Warrior. Joe is um, just an all-around good dude. I met him um, through the podcast actually, and we got connected on Instagram and just immediately hit it off, had some great conversations, um, over that time. And this podcast has been a long time coming. It's taken us uh, quite a bit of time to our, for our schedules to sync up, but I'm super grateful that they finally did. And I get to share with you, Joe McMiller. He also has his own podcast called wake up warrior. It's a short podcast, very easy listening, uh, easy to listen to. And, It just really gets you thinking first thing in the morning, hence the name Wake Up Warrior. Um, Just great uh, insight from Joe and kind of sharing uh, what he's thinking about uh, at that time. So let's jump right into it. And uh, I know you're going to really enjoy meeting Joe. Welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I'm your host, Florida native and real estate ninja, Donnie Hathaway. You know, I started this podcast because I'm extremely passionate about connecting you with the people and the local businesses that make Palm Harbor so special. Palm Harbor, Florida is a great place to live, work, and play. It has everything you could dream of, from the food, the outdoors, the lifestyle, to the people in the community. I wanted to create a podcast that connected the community and inspired everyone to live better. To join this community and stay up to date on all things Palm Harbor, visit my website, it's palmharborlocal.com, and sign up there to join the locals. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. So welcome, Joe. I appreciate you jumping on the podcast. This one has been a long time coming. I'm very excited to be here, bro. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Um, we so we we connected on Instagram, I think. Yeah. After I listened to Kelsey's yes uh, interview with Palm Harbor Local, and yeah. we connected instantly right from there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and then we we've, we've met and, and just chatted over the time about fitness, life, and and all sorts of stuff. So. Um, so we'll kind of dive into some of that stuff, but let's let's just start telling telling everybody kind of what you do. Um, so One True Warrior is is your your brand and mm-hmm. your fitness. Um, just talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So hmm. I think the easiest way to say it is I figured out that I'm a bridge builder, and that for me is purpose. And then realized I could put that purpose in any vessel that I enjoyed. And I'd have some sense of true happiness. Mm -hmm. And so bridge building to me is essentially helping get someone get from A to B. Okay. Right? Like that light that goes on or that helping someone realize their true potential Mm -hmm. um, with whether it be a task or an ambition. And then just literally all I did was put that into fitness, which is also something that I enjoyed all my life. Yeah. And... Here we are. Uh, it took a while, obviously, to get there, but 
um, it's definitely been one of the things that I've tried to continue to help others do. Yeah. So one thing that stood out to me with, with you and Kelsey too, is like, you guys are, you, you know, you focus on the fitness, right? And like fitness is one aspect of it, but also like the mental side of, of fitness as well, right? Like that plays a component, um, into it. So talk to me about that and, um, kind of like where that came from. Like if there is like a starting point or, or something like, why is that important to you as well? Well, I think it's important to all of us, but we ignore it. Yeah. Right. So we're we, just not aware when we of say it. fit instantly, we're thinking six pack, big booty, big arms, traps. But my my mission for myself fitness wise is just longevity. Mm-hmm. It's the infinite game. I'm not sure if you have seen Simon Sinek's video on the infinite game. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's this idea that no one's going to win life. Right. Right. So you play the best that you can. And so for me, my fitness goal is walking my grandkids to school, Mm -hmm. throwing them in the pool, standing up from a seated position at 80 and not needing help. And, you know, there'll be checkpoints along the way, but essentially that's it for me. I love taking my daughter to school now. Now she's 10. Yeah. I might have three years of (laughs) handholding, but if I stay fit, Physically, I'll have another 13 with my grandkids, hopefully. And then also the idea that it's not just the body, it's the mind. Because Mm -hmm. the mind controls everything your body does. Right, right. So for me, I really focus with parents just because I am a parent and I love those light bulbs. Because I've been in a really bad way as a parent, right? I'm sure we all have. I'm inadequate as a parent. I am not doing enough. I'm not playing with my kid enough. I'm like these feelings that are very natural that we feel like we're in a, we are in alone and then finding ways to not overcome them. Cause it's a, I I assume speaking with people who have been parents longer than I, Mm -hmm. it's a lifelong battle. Mm -hmm. It's just, just like anything else. How can we feel we're doing our best is I think the mental fitness of parenting, right? Because we can't, you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. And you can't really truly give if yours isn't full. Mm -hmm. So it's on the mental side, really just filling cups as best as I can. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, the, the mental side of it is it's, it's a challenge. Right. And, and I, and I think like you touched on it, right? It's it's always going to be a challenge. It's an evolution. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the infinite game. Like yeah. you're even just think about yourself as a parent. You the, the terrible twos or like middle school, like you feel like you've got it figured out. And then they change because they're growing and evolving. Right. So then we have to. Yeah. What you did at I mean, you know it now. You have a little one. Yeah. What was really okay and really fun at even six months isn't fun anymore at two. Yeah. Right. And so we have to evolve while also, and this is, I think, what people aren't talking about enough, allowing ourselves to evolve personally. Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of parents completely forget is you are a person. To be an effective parent, you have to be a full person. Yeah. I think that's that's the key, right? Like you have to... And you, and you touched on it too, like having like your cup is overflowing, right? So that you could give to others. Like you can't give to anybody if you don't have a full cup, right? So so all of that goes into it, like the mental side of it, 
like you have to do the things that are good for you mentally. And sometimes that means like taking a break from your family, you know, staying fit, like doing those things that, um, that allow you to be present in those moments and that sort of stuff. And, and I think sometimes you get, you get caught up in like, I just need to be here and, and do all the things. Um, but if you're not taking care of yourself personally, like you can't do all of those things. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we can, we can keep going on and on about that, but I want to talk to you about the, um, you did an Ironman recently. I did. Yeah. So, um, and it was like, during, was it, it was, it was in COVID, right? So uh, during, uh, no, it was 2021. It was the end of 2021, okay. uh, in Cozumel. Okay. So your first Ironman, mm-hmm. you, was it this, this is the, um, you didn't do like any half Ironman? No, that like was, that's honestly, I did one sprint in 2010. Yeah. And then lost my way in fitness and then. It was something I always said, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, my buddy Paul calls him, he calls those type of people, oh, you're kind of a gonna, aren't you? Like, you're going to do everything. Uh, and it was something that I just told myself in 2021 I was going to do for me. Yeah. Uh, so what was that like? What was that, that journey of like, cause it's, I mean, training, yeah. how long is training? Like talk about all that. Yeah. So the then- training was eight months. I would suggest Crazy. for most people to do it way longer. And, yeah. um, after doing research, most people take about three years to do their first one. But knowing me and my like personality. Like building up, like yeah, doing three, sprints and that sort of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, that's not how I operate. That's not how everyone should. And I wouldn't suggest most yeah. people doing that. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, it was eight months. And I will say that I learned more from the journey of the Ironman than actually crossing the finish line. Yeah. And that's the undefeated system, the program that my members go through. That's a really one of the most consistent ideas is we, we know in life in general, we work towards these things almost instantly. Once you get them, it's like, what's the next thing? Right. So yeah. we, we call finish line or we call finish lines really checkpoints because as soon as you get done, the next goal is already set almost. Mm-hmm. So we just mm-hmm. call them checkpoints. Like this race is my next checkpoint because there's going to be something after. And when you're looking at fitness or life or situations that way, I think you start to relax with them a little bit more. They don't seem as daunting because this is just the next step on the way to the next thing anyway. Enjoy it. Um, but for me, the training was, it was really revealing. I mean, I wouldn't run or be on the bike and you're talking about hours, up to six hours on the bike. I wouldn't use music. So through that year, I learned a lot about myself Yeah. because typically we're texting, we're looking, we're, you know, we had the podcast, keep listening to this one though. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you have so many distractions when you sit with yourself for a while. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, you know, like and and not just like sit with you sit with yourself, but but you're challenging yourself physically yeah. and mentally so to keep going. I always say motion creates emotion. Yeah. So your body is moving, but we're used to getting so much coming in. It's only you. Yeah. And the I mean the conversations I already talk to myself all the time. <laughs> the depth of conversation, the depth. Uh, of revelation and what you reveal to yourself during those moments. Yeah. Insane. So a lot of that, not only the training, but the structure of that, right? Because you're training up to 14 hours a week. Now, if yeah. you would have told me in January last year, you're going to find 14 hours just to move your body. I'd be like, bullshit. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Right. But then you found it. So then now that training's over. 
what do you do with that 14 hours? Yeah, right, right. When you said, oh, I, I, I can't start this business, or when you said you can't go down this way, like, you start to look at the 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 value of time and what mm. you're doing with that time way different. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so, I mean, that's, to me, that was the most revealing part is, whew, there's a lot up there. And two, like, <laughs> maybe the I don't have time was seated in something way different yeah, yeah. for a long time. Right, right. Um, so what, a, like, so when I started running, I started, I, I think like most people, you start out with music, right? Like mm-hmm. I need to distract myself from this run that I'm going on or this fitness, um, whatever you're doing. And then I started running without music. Yeah. Right. And you just... It changes the experience, especially like I run, I like running outdoors. So like on the Pinellas Trail or, you know, uh, the Causeway or something like that. Right. So like I like seeing the outdoors, the scenes and that sort of stuff. Um, so like I find myself like getting more into the moment, like more into the run, more in tuned with it's presence. Yeah. Presence. Yeah. 100%. It's true presence. Like yeah. you it's I love little kids when they're walking. A little kid is walking. Yeah. They're looking at the trees. They're looking at the flowers. Look at that person with the funny nose. Look at, and we as adults have gotten an A to B. I got to get A to B. Yeah. Efficiency. Efficiency. Right. Time. And right. kids are present. They don't care if they, they don't have that illusion or disillusion that time matters. Yeah. Right. right? right. Because getting to the doctor's appointment or getting to school on time matters less when something massive happens in your life. Mm-hmm. Right. When you re- when you're faced with lack of time, when you're faced with few moments with a special someone, mm-hmm. you don't care about any of that stuff. Right, right. Kids don't. They have that. It's locked in. I'm going to enjoy this experience right now. Yeah. You ever go on a walk with somebody or drive with someone, and a passenger points out something on a ride that you've had millions of times, and you're like, that that's there. Yeah. Because you're focused. I mean, it's right. here. Now, don't get me wrong. When you're driving, you probably should focus, but open the scope. Right. Instead of I need to make good time and you're trying to pass this and and chill, hit maybe one or two over the speed limit and you can the viewpoint of that ride way different. Yeah. Way different. Yeah. And and you touched on something, too, like just learning from your kids, just observing your kids and that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, I had that thought when um, DM, our firstborn, was, I don't know, a few months old or or maybe it was like six months old when she started, you know, uh, interacting a little bit more. Um and just being like, wow, we can learn like so, so much, much from them. Bro, I will tell you, my business right now, True Warrior Ascension, yeah. is literally created. What's up, Palm Harbor? It's your host, Donnie Hathaway. If you are looking to stay up to date with all things Palm Harbor, then visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com. Super simple. You can sign up there, join the locals, where I'll be sharing more information on local events, local history, and what's happening in Palm Harbor. You know, I really want to create and add more value to you as a listener for spending your valuable time tuning into my podcast. So join me there, keep listening, and remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. From my daughter before she's born. Yeah. Right? I remember the moment. It's 2011 at the time. Mm -hmm. I know she's going to come. And I'm standing at my desk and I say to myself, I'm going to tell my kid to do whatever they want to do. They can be whatever they want to be. And I'm at a job I hate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a massive hypocrite. Mm. Massive. So that changed Everything. what you were doing. Right? And she wasn't even here yet. Yeah, crazy. Right? So it was like, okay, 
who does Joe actually want to be? And mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, I got it, right? We're talking about 11 years. Like the program that most of my people go through is built on 11 years of just figuring out, diving into who the hell am I? Mm-hmm. So in 2020, what is it? 2011, I, the end of that year, I quit my job, right? And did a couple different things, ended up in the army. And in the army, I learned a ton about myself, mm. right? And started to reveal what I liked, what I enjoyed. And through that process, honestly, it was back to bridge building, right? Which is something that I had saw my entire life. Like I loved coaching. My first coaching client was like seventh grade. Obviously they wouldn't pay me, but this, yeah. I was decent at basketball. A neighbor wanted to make the girls basketball team and it was so fulfilling just trying to help, imparting the wisdom that I had and see her go from A to B. Yeah. But I was like, okay. But like coaching my brother's basketball team. I would drive two hours home as a college student to coach these kids who were in middle school and loved it more than partying yeah. in college. Right. Yeah. But I didn't I wasn't really paying attention. I was like, yeah. Oh, there's something to do. You can't make money doing that. Right, right. Right. And in the army I was given the opportunity only because I was like fast and like I was fit physically, supposedly. And my job, my mission was to help people who are about to fail pass the PT test. Now in the army, you pass a certain amount or I'm sorry, you fail a certain amount. Mm -hmm. You're out period point blank. How you provide for your family is gone. Yeah. And that process said, bro, like that's when I was moving way towards, okay, who's, what's the best version of me? Yeah. And now me and my daughter say, don't do what you, uh, do what you love to make money. Don't make money to do what you love. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. essentially what ends up happening is you make more than enough because of of what what you're providing. Right. 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 Yeah. But I mean, it was, it's, I mean, 11 years so, so you, so you, you know that your, your daughter's about to be born, right? And you have this moment where you're like, wait, I can't, I can't tell her that she can no. do whatever she wants if I'm not living that life as well. Um, and then you start this journey of like figuring out who you are. Um, so where did, was it like that moment? Did you ever like think about like, what do I, you know, what do I want to do before that? Or was it just kind no, of like, I, just, that I was like, that I'm going like, to figure it out. That's what it was. It was like. I'm going to put myself in a bit. I know it's not this. Yeah. The first thing I did was like overnight audit. Yeah. And then I, that wasn't it. And then so I joined the army at the time to, because I thought I, oh, like firemen sounds kind of cool. Okay. And I got my EMT through the army and then worked with them. And now in Florida, that wouldn't be it for me. And then, but then in the army, I was like, oh, this thing I love to do. And then I did it in this, uh, for a gym here in Clearwater, which was super interesting because part of the, the part of the program is not just getting in shape. Like you want to lose weight, anyone can do that, but why are you doing it? Right. Right. So a massive part of the system that we have is setting boundaries. And I had probably one of the most interesting interview questions in my life, the most important probably when it came to setting boundaries and then had to be confronted with sticking to my boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Did, so you recorded this on your podcast. Yeah, right? man. So it was like, it, the, the, the question was, what's your most selfish? Yeah. And the idea was let's set the boundaries and let me know what you need 
and where the line is, what I need, where the line is, and hopefully don't cross. Then he crosses the line, mm-hmm. and I had I was confronted with, well, do I just do it, or do I stick to who I am? Right, right. Brene Brown has this idea of belonging, and when you try to fit in someplace, you don't belong there because you're changing who you actually are. Mm-hmm. If you can show up and be who you are, you don't betray yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for that. a very long time, for me, high school, God. Betrayed my, I wanted to just fit in. As a parent, I was doing this, that. I wanted to fit in. Yeah, I think like most kids do, like and have you, that, and right? And when you don't show up as you for your kids, yeah. who's raising them? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. How do you, and it's, um, you know, I heard a stat recently that it was like 50, 60% of like people don't have like an, inter- an internal di- dialogue or internal thoughts. Really? Man, it might have been because I was a, uh, uh, what do they call it, um, when you're a kid by yourself? Uh, yeah. What, what is that? I forget that. I was I was by myself for about eight years, then my brother came along. Okay. So I was okay. the only child. Only child, okay. Wow. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what is that? <laughs> uh, I was an only child for like eight years. Okay. And so, I mean, I was playing with me. Yeah. Right? So it, I don't, I'm not sure if that has anything to do I with know, it. it. Yeah. When I heard that sound, I'm like... Wait, what? Bro, I, How does that? I thought everybody had like some sort of internal dialogue or, you know, talk to themselves. My but. internal dialogue is external. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Billy, who I used to work with. She, I would be talking to myself out loud. She, yeah. Who are you talking to, guy? <laughs> like it, all the time. I, yeah, yeah I, I've always processed that way. Yeah. Like audit, I'm an auditory learner, even with myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So, I, and I think that that plays into like, you know, um, um, like thinking about like who you want to be, right? Yeah. Like going down that path and, and realizing like self-reflecting on like, wait, I'm not where I want to be. Like this isn't me. So how do I get to where I want to be? How do I figure out, you know, kind of what I want to be and what do I want to, what do I want to do um, or who I am? Um, and that, that journey is not always easy, right? No. So, like what are some challenges that you kind of had to overcome like through that process of like the last, you know, 10, 11 years now? of like figuring out like what it is you enjoy doing. So the enjoy doing honestly comes from, I think just trying and just trying, 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 but I also, I think I, I think what I have learned to try and separate is the actual act of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So for me, like I said in the beginning, it's bridge building. Bridge building, I could be a teacher. If I like to teach and the subject I'm teaching, phenomenal teacher because I'm connecting A to B all day. When I was in sales, I was, I always succeeded at sales to a certain point. And then when I would dip off is I love to win. I would get to a point of winning, realize I didn't like the thing I was selling. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, eh, I'm done. Like, what am I here for? I wasn't here to because I love that thing to sell. Mm-hmm. Like now it's way easier because I've gone through it. I've seen it. I've been able to create a system. And what I'm putting out there, I believe in and I love and it helps my purpose. Yeah. My purpose is bridge building. So when I speak with some kids, for instance, they're like, oh, but how do you find your purpose? First of all, no one can tell you that but you. Right. But I do believe it's in some of the things you enjoy. So one kid tells me he loves history, right? Now, history is great. Does that mean you should be a history teacher? No. Mm-hmm. But most people who like history either like the story 
or learning from the past. That's quality assurance, mm-hmm. right? This is what happened until this point. Then some stuff got jacked up. And how did it get jacked up? Yeah. Right? That's engineering. That's quality assurance. Like that curiosity about history could be many different things. So then you look at something else that you like that's probably nothing to do with history. Why do you like that thing? There's right. a purpose that's something that it fulfills within you. My purpose is bridge building. Yeah. I don't I could walk an old lady across the street and feel the same way I do when people come to my program. Yeah. It's just A to B for me. Yeah. And that when I learned that, then putting it into something I like that also might make me a few dollars. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Then it's that like change things. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you love to make money. Don't make money to do what you love. Yeah. I love that. So, um, so you also started a, a podcast, um, as well. Appreciate it. Yeah. Wake up, Wake warrior, up warrior podcast. Yep. Check it out. Um, so they're like short episodes, just you and you do them daily. Um, it's three a week, three a week. And mm-hmm. how many episodes do you have now? We're up to 60. Crazy. I'm about to, I'm going to change it up a little bit, but it still will be a lot of the shorter episodes. Some longer content is coming. Okay. Um, I found a very purposeful direction of the podcast because before it was like, Hey, it's a morning minute. It's, yeah. it's a it's a story and anecdote that makes you think and question yeah. and hopefully throughout the week again it's about finding purpose it's about finding different parts of you that you haven't questioned it's a it's all about questioning the more questions that we have like think about it a kid doesn't start saying why till like two three it's because that part of the brain is being formed and now they're trying to connect dots yeah yeah. So when we start asking why, it's because we're trying to. So the more I can have you question, yeah, an action that you have, but not just what you're doing. Why are you doing it? Right. And that's and that takes time. Like if the Ooh. and that's like you know putting the headphones down and like yeah. being with yourself. Yeah. Right. Being present. That present. Um, my daughter now, who's just over two years old, she's her her thing right now is like, what's that? Right. Yeah. So she's like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Mm. You know. So we're going through that whole phase. Yeah. Um, and it's so cool, like to, to just to be there for, awesome. for all that. And so. you, I, I know kind of just being around you, you love like being the guy, right? <laughs> like you're a superhero right now. Yeah. You're, you're the maximum source of information. Right, right, right. Yeah. Ooh, it's awesome. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so you, you have a daughter as well. Yeah. So, AJ, I love you. What's yeah. going on? So talk about that and kind of like, um, just what it's like being a dad. I know you, you're, you're present with your daughter and kind of what you do there and, um, being a dad and then also having your own business too. Like, you know, there's challenges there, right? So you have to set boundaries and stuff like you, like you talked about. Um, so first of all, I would like to say parenting sucks (laughs) and everyone who's listening to this, who just chuckled, I'm with you because it's true. It's the most beautiful gift. Yeah. And biggest responsibility ever. Uh, And and like the, it challenges you in ways that you never imagined. And I, from growing up, I I have a sense of, I hate vulnerability. Never Mm. have been more vulnerable in my entire life. Ever. It's, it's such an, becoming a parent made me realize and understand my mom so much more. Mm why she called all the time, mm-hmm. why she checked in. Like there are thoughts that a parent has that one are okay. Like that weird thought that like you're like something's going to happen. It's perfectly okay. It's just how do we handle and deal with them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so 
to answer your question, I think for me, parenting was really tough at first. Like I said, I, I had crazy imposter syndrome. I wasn't, I, I was trying to be the parent I thought I should be. And it just wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't genuine. And I had to deal with some things personally to allow myself to be just who I was and be yeah, a parent. Yeah. So that go, it's like it goes back to like filling up your cup, right? Like yeah, taking care of yourself. For sure. You know, I think mentally. we're told as parents, yeah. your kid always comes first. I do understand that. Yeah. Someone's shooting at my kid, I'll take the bullet. Right, right. They come first. Yeah. But like they say on the plane, you got to put your mask on first. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because if you're passed out, no one's putting your kid's Can't mask help on. anybody. Yeah. And you're burning the candle at both ends. You're feeding in. And honestly, I think moms get it the worst. Honestly, just yeah. absolute nonsense. Yeah. Moms get it the worst. I didn't realize that until I was celebrated. I'm in a co-parenting situation. I'm celebrated for having my daughter half the time. Like people look at, oh my God, really? Oh my, that is so at. Because you're the dad. They're my has, daughter. Right, right, right. Right? No one looks at a mother and says, oh my goodness, you had them half the, such a great job. Yeah. Which means the expectation for a mom is to do more. Right, right, right. Period. Yeah. yeah. That's a horrible place to be. Yeah. Right? Because she's told kids come first, husband comes first, and then if you have time, focus on yourself. Then it's you, right? And then kids grow up and leave. You know, husband's been allowed to play golf eight hours a week. Resentment builds. Lack of purpose builds because a kid isn't a purpose. Mm-hmm. That, like separating for me as a parent, and for anyone who feels this way, separating parent and Joe was really tough. Yeah. But so, it had to be done. Yeah. So that so that kind of reminds me, like you so you've read Simon Sinek, right? Like start with why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're familiar with all that. So so when people when when I guess parents say like, you know, my why mm-hmm. is my kids, mm-hmm. do you um like I look at that and 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 I think like I can't be it can't be your why right because like what did you do before your kids what are you gonna do after your kids, um obviously the the kids are important the kids mean a lot and and, and everything but um like your purpose like you've talked about that a lot like your purpose to me I don't I don't see that like I don't see your kids being your purpose what do you what are your thoughts I agree with you I think in some cases it does align yeah. In a lot of cases, not. I would say, uh, let's unpack that. Yeah. Because maybe the why isn't the kids. Maybe they're the vessel. So why are the kids the purpose? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it because you like to be a ter- caretaker? Right? Right. Is it because you love the organization of it? Like, why are the kids the purpose? Mm. I, I would say the kids are the vessel yeah. right now, but you're right. You had some type of why or something or driving for, or maybe you didn't. Right. And then the kids came along and you made them the why. Right. And that, you're like, yeah, that's in it. my opinion, this is just one man's opinion. I don't think that's healthy for you or the kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. That I don't. And I speak with moms. I have a lot of moms in the program. I speak with moms all the time who are like, oh. I loved going to watch my kid play. I love watching my kid play, but I have my own things as well. Yeah. Right? Like when I realized, when I realized I'm a dad, when I realized I'm a athlete, when I realized I, I'm a, I'm a lot of things. None of them is who I am. The collective of them 
is who is, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, so we could uh, we're gonna wrap it up, but we could keep going on. Maybe we'll do like round two. That'd be of awesome. The episode. Yeah. Um, where can people find out more about you and your podcast? It's on. Like, it's on Spotify. everywhere. Okay. Um, it's Wake Up Warrior podcast. Uh, yep. You can find me pretty much anywhere at I am Joe McMiller. Uh, so in any of the social media platforms, yeah, that's where you can find me. And at the end of the day, I think uh, if you take anything away from this guy who's been rambling for the last thirty minutes, it's um, to be effective in anything, whether it be a job or parent or you know whatever your purpose is. Both physical and mental health are so important. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe give me a follow and see the depths of, of those things. Cause there's a lot of questions that we can ask ourselves, especially when we don't feel ourselves, but have to act like we are. Yeah. And just tuning into your podcast, right? Like that, that gets you like thinking about things you probably haven't thought about before. So all the time, yeah. one thing I want to ask you too, sure. um, where do you, what do you do? Like when you're not working out or, you know, coaching somebody or with your daughter, like what do you enjoy doing around here? Uh, so around the area or yeah, just in yeah. general? Um, so I'll, I'll give uh, two things. I, me and my daughter love the movies, but if okay. I'm doing it myself. I would say in the area, well, it's with her too, but it's one of my favorite things, Third Friday. Third Friday in, in Safety Harbor. In Safety Harbor. I yeah. love Third Friday. There's yeah. I love the food. And I will say, so it's not just with her because I've taken you know, like other people there as well when, yeah. I, when I'm not with her. But like I love Third Friday. I yeah. love the vendors. I love the food. I got my kettle corn guy. There's always there's <laughs> amazing street music. And it's free. Like you could yeah. show up and partake in so many of the things. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's just such a great sense of community there. There's music. There's mm-hmm. kids running around. There's like, you see very few unhappy people there. Yeah. It's a very live spirit there. Yeah. Third I, love, Friday. I love that. Third Friday in Safety Harbor. For sure. Good spot. Yeah. Um, thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I really hope you got a ton of value out of today's episode. Now, if you're looking to connect with the guest or just get more information on the episode, then you can check the description below. I'll have all the links in the episode as well as a link back to my website. It's palmharborlocal.com where you can stay up to date on what's going on with the podcast and sign up there to join the locals. Let's get after it this week. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor Local. (music) 